Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Our next guest will join Todd Blackledge and Catherine Tappan on the call of the Browns-Texans AFC wildcard game at 4.30 p.m. Eastern on Saturday on NBC and Peacock. Following the Browns-Texans, the Chiefs host the Dolphins at 8 p.m. exclusively on Peacock in a game that will be called by Noah's NBC Sports colleagues Mike Tirico and Jason Garrett and Noah Eagle now joins us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Noah, welcome to the show. Gentlemen, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Well, I, I don't know if you're watching the uh, the Nets and Cavs in Paris, but I just want to say there was just an on court dust up. I hope that doesn't. I hope this doesn't come out on air where all of a sudden we got a beef with you now. Okay. Uh, I, I feel like this is like a beef Wellington. I'm going to go full European here. I'm feeling <laughs> like a full baking of beef that's stewing up right now. But I'll see how I feel by the end of the interview. We'll put it on simmer just for a moment. I, I'm i curious your perspective on Flacco Magic. Five great games here, 300-yard games. I think it's 13 passing touchdowns. Uh, how How do you quantify what Joe Flacco has done to this point? No, it's magical. It really is. It's the the Linsanity. It's the any of those crazy runs. But I think that it's legitimate at the same time. And a lot of that goes to his experience. A lot of that goes to, to the history that he has within the NFL. And obviously the Super Bowl MVP is one thing. He has tied Tom Brady already coming into this with the most road victories as a starting quarterback in the postseason in NFL history. So if you're in any conversation with Tom Brady already, you feel pretty good. And then you take it where it's road playoff victories in the history of the league and nobody else has had more. To me, that tells us that we probably underappreciated him for a long time. And a lot of that has to do with probably the last four or five years of his career and some of the stops that he's made. But he's found a home. He's found a great running mate, both in Kevin Stefanski and David Njoku and Amari Cooper and an offensive line that despite losing their two starting tackles has played very well and remained pretty strong. So I, it just feels like the right situation and the hope from an NFL fan's perspective, I'm sure is that this magic continues from the Browns perspective. Is this game, is this weekend more about Joe Flacco or is this more about the Browns defense? I, well, I think it's always going to be about the Browns defense. I think rationally take the emotion and take the intrigue of, what Flacco has done out of it, just what has gotten them to this point. Even before Joe got here, it was the defense, the best defense in the NFL, best pass defense, best rush defense. The two ends are absolute game wreckers. The secondary, despite being piecemealed at points this season themselves, has played really, really well. They haven't allowed a whole lot of explosive plays, and that'll continue. I think that Jim Schwartz deserves a lot of credit for the job he's done with this unit, but it still does go down to the players. And when you've got Miles Garrett leading the way and Zadarius Smith doing what he's done all season and Dalvin Tomlinson coming in and kind of the, the, the different additions that they had brought in, Taki Taki having a career year, you know, Usu Koromoa being one of the best linebackers in the NFL this year. It just feels like all the pieces are in the perfect place. 
and the numbers back it up. So it's always going to be about the defense, at least to me, just because I think that's what their anchor is, and rightfully so. But the fun story is still the Flacco side of things, and and he is going to be potentially what pushes them over the top because it does feel like the main matchups in this game are going to be both teams two tackles against both teams two edge rushers. Mm-hmm. You know, Houston, they they gave up a lot of draft capital to go up and get Will Anderson for this specific reason, and you've got Grenard on the other side who has had a, a really sensational season himself. So you've got two legitimate edge rushers against two, you know, backup tackles, sure, but they've played very well and they've they've held up very well. And you've got a, an older quarterback against a younger quarterback, but you've got arguably the best edge rusher in the game on the other side against maybe the best left tackle in the game in Laramie Tunsil. So I think that is probably where this game is won or lost, and that really starts with the Browns' defense. No, you think this this game could be a shootout? <laughs> I hope so. That's better for me. Oh, I know. I like, calling, for you. I like calling points. Yeah, yeah no calling doubt. But I mean, is great. I, I guess my question would be: I mean, can Flacco win a shootout against CJ Stroud? Yeah, I mean, I think he's proven that already. I think he's proven that he can throw for 300, 400 yards with this team. He's proven, obviously, he can go to Amari Cooper in the last matchup with these two teams for a franchise record in yards. He's proven that David Njoku has taken a legitimate step forward to be a Pro Bowl tight end. So he's got the weapons. The running game will always be there. We know Kevin Stefanski's never going to just abandon the run. So if they need to win a time of possession battle, they're they're equipped to do so and they're capable of doing so. Uh, but it, it'll be different, I think, than the first matchup with these two teams. Obviously, Stroud's in there. They get some more defensive guys back. They're going to be a lot more whole than they were when these two teams faced off about a month ago. And so can they win? Absolutely. I mean, Flacco has proven that he can win a variety of ways. I think the team has proven that, and they're going to make stops in opportunistic moments. But uh, it's easier said than done against this Houston team. I think C.J. Stroud, if you haven't watched him yet this year, and last week may have been the first time a lot of people did because it was their first time not in the 1 o'clock window. If you haven't seen him yet, he's the real deal. And just talking to him, you understand why this team is galvanized around him. Same with D'Amico Ryan, their head coach. Same with Will Anderson, their third overall pick. They've got a lot of great pieces. And so do you want it to be a shootout if you're a Browns fan? Probably not. Do I want it to be a shootout as the broadcaster? Absolutely. Noah Eagle on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. So you mentioned the... um just the person that is C.J. Stroud. We got to see that a bit, him being Ohio State's quarterback for uh, the previous few seasons before this one. I'm just curious, what 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 just makes him able to just step into the NFL and, 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 and basically look like a franchise quarterback day one? Yeah, so we asked D'Amico Ryans that exact question because I think a lot of people, you know, you see rookies, even the rookies that have the best rookie seasons, and you think of Andrew Luck, and Justin Herbert, you know, those are some more recent ones that just kind of took the NFL by storm once they got their opportunity. And, and even they had some moments where you're like, I don't know, you know, here and there. C.J. Stroud, the, the main takeaway to me is, yeah, he's throwing for a ton of yards and he can throw for touchdowns. It's the lack of turnovers. That is, that is astounding. To lead the NFL in touchdown-to-interception ratio as a rookie, that's unheard of. That hasn't been done in decades and decades and decades since, I think, the pre-Super Bowl era. So that's, that's pretty spectacular, only five interceptions on the year. But I think more than anything, what D'Amico told us, it's the type of person he is. He carries himself with this quiet confidence. It's not cocky, it's confident. He just he knows that he belongs, he knows what he's capable of, he knows how he can help his team, 
And he just goes out there and then works hard from there. And I think he's a smart player, obviously. He's taken the time to actually sit and get to know all of the guys. And I think that's what Flacco's done since getting to Cleveland. You know, it's, it's the interpersonal relationships that you build that separate, that make the difference. I mean, you just look at what David Ajoko has done. I think that they've built a clear rapport very quickly. And you could say the same thing with C.J. Stroud and Dalton Schultz and C.J. Stroud and Nico Collins. And before his injury, Tank Dell. You know, he, he's taken the time to really get to know everybody, to handle himself the right way, to not go in there right away. And this was what Will Anderson had mentioned, that both of them being the two and three picks in the draft, top three picks, you can't go in there and just be rah-rah right away. You have to go in there and earn your respect. And both of those guys have clearly done that. This is the first time you and Pops have called the same game? Same NFL game, yes. Yeah. We've, we've done NBA and we've okay. done college basketball, but this is first NFL game at who, the same who, time. So who buys the dinner now that you got all this money? <laughs> <laughs> I, I might leave it to my, my spotter, Tyler Free. We'll let him buy it. Yeah, we'll <laughs> just have him settle the score all together and, and go from there. No, it's, it, it's going to be a blast. I'd say awesome. uh, the good thing for us is we don't even have to worry about it. We'll just get the press meal and feel real good about ourselves. You ever uh, try and sabotage Pops? You ever try and send him, like, fake stuff just to see if you can, like, sound a little better? You know, just have the edge. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here's the the thing, guys. It it sounds great, right? In, In theory, it sounds awesome. The problem is my dad's way too smart. I mean, we're talking about a guy who skipped a grade in grade school, which most people don't know. Then he got offered to skip a second grade. So he's already just naturally... He's got genius tendencies naturally, not to mention he's as meticulous of a man as I've ever met in my life. You put those two things together, you cannot get anything past him. When I was growing up, April Fool's Day was like my Super Bowl. If I could get him on an April Fool's joke, it would make my year, and it almost never happened. And yet somehow he'd find a way to get me. So, no, I can't try because I know if I do, it would be bad on on the boomerang for me. Know thyself. That's that's very smart, Noah. I got to ask you, so we've had, obviously, the big news yesterday was Nick's, well, one of the big pieces of news yesterday was Nick Saban's retirement and a man that his career is closely linked to, um, his old head coach, Bill Belichick. Today, it's announcing he and the, the Patriots have parted ways. We got into a little bit of a Donnybrook earlier talking about both sets of achievements, the 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 totality of Belichick's career, the totality, highs and lows of Saban's career, and we couldn't agree on which which achievements were the more difficult achievements given the ridiculousness of them. I'm just curious. If you had to say Saban or Belichick, which, which path was more difficult? Yeah, I, I would say you guys hit on it. It's impossible to choose. That's like choosing between your two children. You know, You love them equally, even though some people might deep down have a favorite. I would say the only thing in Saban's favor, I'll give you one stat and then I'll give you one reason. Stat that I saw that just 
blew my mind over the course of his 17 years at Alabama, which is crazy he was there for 17 years. It feels like it was yesterday he got hired. But in his 17 years at Alabama, he had 44 first-round picks and 29 losses. That's ridiculous. That's absurd. He had more first-round draft picks than losses in nearly two decades on campus. And by the way, of those 29 losses, I think seven of them were his first year. So after his first year, it was, it was just sustained excellence. Now, for Belichick, and, and this is where I think the only difference between the two in how they did sustained excellence, Belichick had Brady for two decades out of his time in, in New England. Nick Saban had to go with a new quarterback, new defensive players. He had coaches in and out. He had coordinators in and out. He had turnover, and that's what college sports is. So I think it's probably more difficult to sustain success in college sports. However, I will say at the same time, it's more difficult to have top-tier talent every single year that's so much better than everybody else in the NFL, which Belichick, quite frankly, really didn't have. And it makes his coaching job that much better versus Saban having that top-tier talent. He had the top recruits coming in every year. So you can make the, the, the decision on either side. I just do think that having one constant and having the greatest quarterback of all time under center for that long certainly helps, and you can't say Saban ever had that. We're going to clip that and send it to Bill Belichick, so good luck on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want to talk to this guy anymore. <laughs> Noah, great stuff, man. Happy to have you on the call. Happy to have Pops on the call as well this weekend. Uh, we, we'll enjoy it, and uh, hopefully, hopefully it's a Browns win. <laughs> if you can get that for us, it'd be real nice. Yeah, listen, I, I have no possible any sort of pressure or ability on the outcome. I do. I'm starting to believe a little bit more on the broadcaster's jinx. I didn't for a long time, and now I've, I've said things too often where they happen. So I, I will use my powers only for good. That's all I can promise you guys. Well, you call us a good Buckeye game against Notre Dame. So bring some <laughs> That is true. That is true. No, appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having Thanks, me. Thanks, Noah.